Hi, I'm Dahlia Rose, and this is Kinky Facts You May Not Have Known. This podcast does contain adult content, and it is not suitable for minors, and it's definitely not safe for work. Listener discretion is advised. This week, in honor of my birthday, I'm combining two of my favorite subjects, kinky facts and true crime. So join me today is my sister, Lily. Hi, everybody. It's been a long time since we've had Lily on. Yeah, the last one, if you want to go back and listen to it, because it's funny, (laughs) is the episode, I don't know what number it is, but it's about the Hellfire Club. Yes, that was, I don't know, I can't look it up right now. Yeah, it was a while ago, but. That one was hilarious. We talked about pubic hair. (laughs) And monkeys in churches. (laughs) Fucking Leonard. Yeah, fucking Leonard. So So if you haven't checked that one out, that one's a funny one. Definitely. So I guess this week we're doing kinky true crime facts. Yeah, as far as. Or kinky tri- crime true facts. <laughs> so let's start off by talking about statuphilia. Statuphilia. Is that when you, um, somebody who's in jail, you are attracted to them? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, okay. But, okay. Statuphilia. Statuphilia. So... I think Jeffrey Dahmer had this. Okay. But according to medicaldictionary.com, statuphilia is the sexual eroticism evoked by a statue, doll, or mannequin or object, which contrasts to the use of the mannequin as a surrogate for a real person. So, okay. And of course, this is the one time where I'm trying to think outside of my little box. Mm Mm-hmm. And like, okay, well, so it is really a, it's like, it's like a statue. Right. So statuephilia. Yeah. I mean, I was trying to, yeah. I was thinking more <laughs> like statutes, like law. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't make sense in my that. head. But, um, but okay. So basically having sex with inanimate objects that look like people or being turned on by them. Well, yeah, basically a fetish involving doll-like objects. Okay. So I don't think this would count with your blow-up girlfriends or blow-up sheep or whatever. (laughs) Choose to use. (laughs) So um, I bring this up because in 1993, a man was arrested in Detroit, Michigan, when he stole three lingerie-clad mannequins from a store. Okay. Um, <laughs> why wouldn't you just buy your own mannequins and dress them? You know, desperate times call for desperate measures, well, I guess. And here's the thing. And um, being a recovering addict, this is something that is interesting. Um, sometimes even part of getting, you know, satisfaction out of the what essentially is the end goal mm-hmm. is getting to that point. Right. So maybe part of the that man's statuphilia is, um, you know, the act of, you know, 
coveting those dolls or those mannequins and you know then he feels even more attracted to them yeah that could be or the thrill of the right chase i guess yeah. <laughs> well you know it's in it's his case whole, it's that whole you know if you have a secret you don't want to get caught right and that adds an extra layer of or not even an extra layer but a different layer to the whole experience yeah so i kind mean, of rushes your adrenaline a little bit yeah or a lot of it for some people yeah but. well this man his name was ronald dotson ronald dotson okay this wasn't the only incident where ronald stole mannequins oh in so fact, he was he, he, a serial statuphilist. And he was, a, yeah, I guess you could say that, a serial statuphilist. And burglar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't think hamburger fuck the hamburgers. That's true. <laughs> but I, get, I guess we don't know what he did with the hamburgers. That is true, too. <laughs> All right, childhood ruined. I know I'm still kind of in mom mode, so I'm not used to cursing. Oh, okay. Well, we'll get you to that point. I'm, I'm sure you will. Yeah. If anybody can do it, Dahlia can. <laughs> <laughs> so this wasn't the only incident where Ronald stole mannequins. In fact, he was a habitual offender over the next 14 years. Wow. So he was arrested several times for absconding with mannequins. His crime spree came to an end in June 2006 when he smashed the window of a cleaning supply store to obtain a mannequin dressed in a maid's outfit. In 2007, he, he was tried, and due to the habitual nature of his crimes, he was sentenced to 18 months to 30 years in prison. What? Yeah. <laughs> so this sentence was structured so that he could be held until it was certain he would no longer offend. Which, after you've been doing some, something like that for 14 years, I don't think he's ever going to stop. I don't know. So it's important to note that no one was ever hurt during his crime spree of liberating mannequins, <laughs> which may have added in his sentencing. I mean, yeah, he's not actually, like, kidnapping you know, women and, you know, sexually assaulting them. He's just kidnapping or kidnapping mannequins. Mannequin napping. Mannequin napping and trying to, I mean. He's trying to fuck them. Just say it, Lily. He's trying okay. to fuck the dolls. Fuck the dolls. He was trying to fuck the mannequins. I mean, there's, there's no way around it, but it's just like. You'd think that with all the trouble that he went through and all the times he got caught, he would find a different way to get that thrill of stealing. Oh, maybe. But, you know, and I'm not uh, yucking also, some... Huh? I said it could also be an impulse thing where, you know, he's fine and things are going out. Things are going awesome. And he drives down the street and he drives by this cleaning supply company and he sees the mannequin in the window... And he has to have her, you know, quote, air quote, her. And, you know, then just gets so fixated on not necessarily the 
the mannequin itself, but the idea of what that represents to him. And so then, I mean, where I live, I drive by maybe two mannequins on a regular basis. Oh. Because there's a bridal shop near um, where I drive by every day. Oh. There are two mannequins that I, like, see on a regular basis. But, you know, I don't know if it's something that he goes and looks for or something that just, you know, happens. It could be. But, you know, I was also thinking um, just now while you were talking about that 80s movie, Mannequin, with Kim Cattrall in it, where the mannequin turns to life. Mm-hmm. And dates the dude or has sex with the dude or whatever. Oh. So maybe he was taking inspiration off of that. Well, that would be... Um, did they check this man for mental illness? I'm sure they did. Um, but I couldn't find anything on that. The only thing I found um, after his sentencing was in December 2020... He was paroled, and so far he hasn't reoffended. Okay. So maybe he's, I mean, he's got to be older now. I think he's in his 60s from what I looked up. So maybe he's just, I'm too old for this shit. Uh, or, or maybe he did have a mental health problem and they fixed it. Yeah, because some, you know. Well, not fixed it, but maybe they gave him medication or... Or maybe it was some sort of, yeah, maybe some sort of something, yeah, that, you know, he was able to work through in therapy or, you know, there are lots of different tools for, for mental health. And, there are. Um, and by the way, you should take advantage of them if you need yes, help. Definitely. Because you know what? There is absolutely no shame in getting help for your mental health. Your mental health is just as important, if not more important, than your physical health. It can affect your physical health. Yes, it can. Believe me. Um, but, yeah, that just kind of makes you wonder, like, there are so many different... I mean, I know it sounds simple. The guy was stealing mannequins for sexual pleasure. Let's just put it that way. That's what it sounds like. Well, that's the end of the story of Robert Dotson. Dotson. Robert and Dotson. I hope, I really hope that he continues to do well. Yeah, me too. That was one thing, especially working in the prison. And uh, dad always, you know, they in took, they brought in women on Tuesdays. And whenever dad would walk by and see somebody who had gotten out that was coming back, he was like, I thought I told you I never wanted to see you again. Right. You know, it's one of those situations where, yeah, you hope that if he's on medication or he's seeking therapy or whatever, that he is is staying on that and getting the help that he needs. So okay. from statues to other inanimate objects... This one, oh, I don't think I want to know. This one, okay, I know that these people probably have some sort of mental illness or mental situation. Uh-huh. But this one's just funny. Okay. <laughs> and nobody gets hurt, so, I mean. Okay. As long as nobody gets hurt, well, let's just 
Okay, so... <laughs> so, it's not uncommon to find inflatable girlfriends at certain stores. Wink, mm-hmm. wink. Mm-hmm. Sex shops. Toy stores. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> However, it is unusual to be caught getting it on with an inflatable pumpkin. What? I guess that gives new meaning to the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> well, at least you don't look suspicious buying one. You can just go get one on Halloween with, like, a scarecrow and stuff. Hey, by the way, uh, but look at this pumpkin. It's so cute. Oh, it wasn't his pumpkin. That's the problem. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, so so we could have all we could solve these problems by buying mannequins. <laughs> Could we? Could we really? Well, <laughs> and we could solve this problem by buying your own inflate <laughs> your own inflatable pumpkin. Please tell me he at least stole the pu- the inflatable pumpkin first. Well, this is exactly what happened to Edwin Taberta of Hamilton, Ohio, when he was arrested in two thousand two. He was making love to an inflatable pumpkin that was part of a Halloween display. They had inflatable pumpkins back in 2002? That's what I was thinking, but yeah, I guess they did. It wasn't like the inflatable pumpkins we have today, though. I don't think it was as big. I think it was probably... I think that was when they were probably pretty small back then. But I don't know. I don't know the the history on inflatable pumpkins. <laughs> well, interesting. In 2008, he was arrested and convicted of public indecency for an unknown crime and was sentenced to five years house arrest. So, and I looked everywhere. I couldn't find out what that crime was. Apparently, it's fucking a pumpkin. An inf- Let me get specific no because that was back in 2002 this was Mm. in 2008 so whatever public indecency he did whether it be i don't know flashing women or well things got a little more interesting from there in 2011 he stole an inflatable pink pool raft from one of his neighbors and absconded with it into an alleyway where he made sweet sweet love to it so it's not specifically pumpkins. No. It's basically anything inflatable. I wonder if it's that the vinyl. It could be. Could be like a vinyl fetish and that is the most easiest way to get it. But why wouldn't you take it home? Maybe Maybe he was also a exhibitionist. Maybe. Or maybe it was just the thrill of getting caught. Again, like with Mannequin Man. Or maybe he just had such passion and desire he had to take the pool raft there and then. I don't know. Okay. All right. (laughs) But he was arrested for it. And who knows what reason the neighbor kept the pool float. Oh. Which comes into play back in 2013. What? Edwin 
was arrested for stealing the same exact pool raft and rekindled his romance with it. Honey, I know I'm going to jail, but I'll be out in two years. <laughs> Wait for me. <laughs> Stay floaty, baby. Right? <laughs> like, what the heck? Why? why uh, how much of a cheapskate are you that you can't go out and buy another pool raft? Well, and why didn't they take it as evidence? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Was it like was it like he was walking by and he saw it again and was like, ooh, I remember you. I don't know. Maybe or he was he, keeping tabs on it. Well, and that was the other thing. It's like maybe did he know like, oh. Maybe gosh. he was stalking it. Maybe he was. Although I there actually would be pretty easy to stalk because there's probably much not much room between, you know, seeing it outside in the pool and in the house or that thing would never be allowed in my house again. <laughs> that thing would never be allowed around my children again. Right? Like, oh, wow. Okay, so 2008, 2011, 2013. 2013. So at that time, he was arrested um all right so do you have a foot fetish no well foot fetishes have become more common and there are some people who enjoys the feats i bet they do enjoys the feats they would not enjoy my feats though so most people know the boundaries of invading someone's personal space especially when it comes to feet in public okay Joey Lephart did not. Mr. Lephart had a somewhat unhealthy obsession with feet. And it was reported that he would approach women in public and ask to kiss their feet or suck on their toes, even going so far as to offer them money. Wow. So Lephart approached the 18-year-old girl in Walmart, telling her he would pay for her purchases if she helped him out, to which she agreed. Because, you know, you're 18, you're kind of right, still wet behind the ears or green around the gills, I guess, or whatever right. you want to say for being a youngin. So the transaction started out as innocently as it could. Lebhart asked if he could take pictures of her feet, to which she obliged. Okay. I'd probably be like, okay, if you want to, I guess. Right. He upped the ante by asking if he could kiss her feet. Okay. Now, that's where it crosses the line for me. Right. Yeah, you can take You can look, but you can't touch. Right. You can look, but you can't touch. Touching costs a little extra, bud. Can't touch my foot. <laughs> can't touch my food <laughs> so she obliged again oh and he took he took her behind a clothing rack where he started sucking on her big toe oh no 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 you said kiss 
<laughs> Maybe he wanted to French kiss the big toe. I don't know. I understand. <laughs> I understand. You have you have boob. You have people who are who like boobs. There are people who like butts. There are people who like eyes. There are, of course, going to be people who like feet. Um, but, but lady myself. But I just can't get over the fact that they're not clean. I mean, this woman, who knows what she, what she stepped in. Or when was the last time she washed her feet? Right. Or if she just came from the beach and they're all sandy. Or... And just think of, you know, sweaty feet. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing if you want to do something and it's the thing you are doing it with is clean. And consensual. And, yes, clean and consensual. But once you start getting, and I understand, well, okay, I'm just going to stop talking because I'm just going to end up going down a rabbit hole I don't want to. You don't want to go, you don't want to explore feet fetishes? Well, no, not necessarily not feet fetishes, but dirty, like sweaty feet, like stinky feet. Yeah. But I mean, there are some smells that people are attracted to, too. So maybe somebody's attracted to stinky feet. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> so this is kind of funny. Even though, I'm sorry, it must have been traumatic for this girl, but this part's kind of funny. Okay. When she screamed for him to stop, he said, it tasted so good, though, then he ran from the store. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's even creepier. It tasted so good, though! Oh, my God. So there is something about the sweat and whatever she had been in earlier that he likes. Maybe or maybe she has a certain type of lotion. Lotion. Yeah. Who knows? But it tastes so good, apparently. Apparently. (laughs) So luckily, he was arrested not long after. And Lepart has been arrested several times for his inappropriate foot conduct. In 2000, he was arrested for sucking the toes of an 11-year-old girl. No. Yes. No. Yes. A crime for which he received five years in prison. And he was required to register as a sex offender in South Carolina. But while you and I were figuring out where he was from, I saw that article on... And that was back in, what was that, 2015. So he was charged with robbery after he took $18 from a 21-year-old lady. Oh. Rachel Foodie. Foodie. And his... I was saying about... Yeah. It was declared a mistrial. Oh. And... He was sentenced to 15 years probation. Conditions of his probation included banishment from the Augusta (laughs) Augusta Judicial Circuit, no contact with minors, psychological treatment for his foot fetish, and other conditions regarding panhandling in his past. Oh my gosh, it gets even better. Oh no. 
Well, not for, I mean, it was pretty traumatic for her, but. Well, of course. Foodie told police. I just think it's funny that her name is Foodie or Footy. We love you, Rachel Footy. Yes, I'm sorry this happened to you. But Footy told police Lephart approached her with a sad story about running out of gas money while traveling with his wife. So when Footy reached into her wallet to grab a dollar or two, he grabbed her cash and before running away, asked if he could smell her feet. Oh. So maybe it is the smell. Maybe. Oh, I guess he's now called the North Augusta Toe Sucker. (laughs) Oh, I found his Pinterest profile, too. Oh, oh, yep, there it is. (laughs) A girl and her 30-year-old mom out of a Mexican restaurant. Wait, so the mom was 30 or the daughter was 30? The mom was 30. Ah. How old was her daughter? Um, because unless she was 15, I mean, even 15, she would still be underage. So he was charged with disturbing or interfering with adults or children, and he was booked into the Aiken County Detention Center. She was four. Oh, that's terrible. I know. Poor little girl. Poor mom and the little girl. Dude, if somebody were to come up and want to take pictures of Todd's feet, I'd freaking smack him in the face. So, okay. So we've done statuephilia. Mm-hmm. Are we still doing foots? Um, well, I just want to say that hopefully he's taking baby steps to gain a uh-huh. foothold on his addiction. <laughs> but apparently he's you not. To write that down. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a cute way to end that, though. It is cute. It is. Known by his other name, the TriMet Barber, Walter would ride on public transportation, such as buses and trains, to cut and sometimes super glue random women's hair. Super glue their hair to what? He would just put super glue in their hair. Oh. <gasps> That's not cool. No. He was caught after cutting a woman's hair on New Year's Eve 2009. And after his release in 2013, he took up his crimes, or he took his crimes up a notch. Uh Uh-oh. He was arrested again, this time for masturbating and ejaculating into at least three women's hair. Three? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. You know, there are women who are willing to let you do that. Yeah, there are. But I'm not one of them. No. I mean, again, it's it's almost, it's that public, the publicness of it, I think, right. is part of all of this. Yeah. Because it's, you know, it's one thing to want to, it's one thing to get your sexual gratification and satisfaction from whatever in your own house. Right. As long as it's consensual. Right. And and nobody gets hurt. Nobody gets hurt in a way they don't want to be hurt. Right. Right, exactly. You know, but again, that's consensual. You know. Mm-hmm. I I that fall for me, that would fall under being, you know, yeah, being hurt is 
something that is not consensual. Like you can get consensually hurt and you can get unconsensually hurt. Right. So when I say without people getting hurt, I mean unconsensually hurt. Right. Because so. I'm a masochist. <laughs> I do like being hurt, but only in a consensual way. Okay. All right. <laughs> You're not my sister. Woman. <laughs> Um, so he ejaculated into these women's hair, and for that, he was sentenced to another two years in prison. Dude, he needs to at least get one year for each woman. You would think. So he got two years for ejaculating into women's hair without their consent. Yes. In public. So, in public. Okay. So upon his second release, he was caught cutting the hair of a woman in line in front of him at a dollar store. He was arrested once again, although I couldn't find out how long his sentence was at that time. Okay. But true to his nature, upon his release, he was quickly arrested in 2019 after sexually assaulting a woman on a train. And that one I couldn't figure out if it had something to do with her hair or if he just full out assaulted her. Well, and part of these things is... You know, we're, we're, we can't choose what we're attracted to. Right. We can do things to make that attraction less impulsive. And there's certain websites you can go to to find willing partners. Right. Who are into that kind of thing. Right. But then again, it's probably the thrill of, oh, I'm in public. Oh, right. you know, I want to get caught, but I don't want to get caught. Right. So this is really going to piss you off. Oh, great. So he sexually assaulted the woman on a train in 2019. Uh-huh. For that, he was sentenced to five years probation and was banned from all TriMet transportation. And he spent less than one day in custody for the crime. For sexually assaulting somebody? Mm-hmm. Less than a day. Less than a day. So our last story is about scatophilia. Oh, no. So just, just by that, I'm pretty sure you can guess what it is by the name. Yes. But if it doesn't wipe across your memory. Oh, my God. <laughs> You know, is, our dad, our dad he's so proud. <laughs> he would. I love dad very jokes. Proud. So it's a sexual arousal and pleasure from feces. Yes. Which would, like I said, whatever floats your boat, as long as your boat's in your own house and whoever you're with is consenting. Yes. And there, there are people who are into scat play. And that's fine. Yeah, I'm not going to yuck somebody else's yum. No. But that's uh, not my thing. Mine either. Yeah. So this story comes to us from Red Ruth, Cornwall, England. Ooh, across the pond. Across the pond. Yeah. It comes from us from Red, Red Ruth, Cornwall, England. Okay. Which I'm very excited to go to Cornwall. So, a man by the name of David Truscott 
took an interest in cows. Oh. Specifically, their no. manure. No. Okay, I can get... I can get behind human stuff. Okay? Uh, I, I just said he has an interest in cow manure. I, okay. And when I say interest, I mean he had scatophilia. And like I said, I can understand <laughs> being... Uh, I, I, I don't understand. I just don't understand... I understand. I don't. It's okay. I mean, shh. Okay. Just quiet your mind. <laughs> Calm. Let me brush Calm. my face with brushes. <laughs> so I looked up an article on him from the BBC. Mm hmm. And it called him the cow slurry fetishist. Okay. That just sounds... Ugh. I, <laughs> I don't know. When I think of slurry, it makes me think of slurpy. Right. That's what I was thinking of, too. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm never going to drink, like, a Coca-Cola. Slurpy again. Right. <laughs> Yikes. Um, in 2005... On a Cornwall farm, Truscott found he had a particular interest in cow manure. At first, he would roll around it and smear it on himself while performing sexual acts on himself. Okay. He was arrested and received jail time in 2005, 2009, and 2011. Okay, so like every four or five years, we're getting it on in a field <clears throat> by yourself in manure. Yes. Got it. So he, he was a serial manurist. Okay. <laughs> the farm tried to stop Truscott from using their manure by putting up bollards. Okay. Well, so they tried to stop him. So He tried to, but apparently <laughs> he, he walked around the steel posts that were in the wall, in the ground. So this only made Truscott angry, as you can imagine. Right. And he threatened to kill the farmers. Okay. In 2013, he set fire to part of the farm. And he ended up uh -oh. killing... Killing one calf. Uh-oh. No, not a baby. Not baby calf. So he was given an extended sentence of 10 years following psychological reports... Turns out Truscott spent the first five years receiving psychological treatment. He will also serve an extended license of five years. That's probation for us Yanks upon release from prison. And the judge also imposed an extended restraining order to keep him away from the farm. Okay. So I wonder in I wonder if it's those specific cows. Or if it's just manure in general. I know. Maybe it's something that they put in their feed um, for their cows. Or maybe it's because he easy access to it. Or, I don't know, it didn't say this, but maybe he knew the farmers. 
Maybe he did. And he spent a lot of time on the farm, and then he just kind of developed this, oh. Or maybe it was just some random farm he passed, and That's true. He, was, he was like, hell yeah. And then he kept going because maybe he did have easy access to the manure, and he kind of became hyper-focused on that one farm. Because his other rests in 2009-2011, those could have been on different farms, it didn't say. Right. But apparently he was so fixated with this farm because he threatened to kill the farmers. And he killed he killed a baby calf. Mm-hmm. Poor baby calf. That's sad. It is sad. So that's all the stories I had for today. Oh. Anyway. So next week we will be discussing animal genitalia. Are you gonna join us next week for animal genitalia? Maybe. We'll see what my next week holds. I know I'm gonna go see my sister for her birthday. Yay! All right. Well, thank you once again. You're very welcome. I thank appreciate it. And I will be back soon. Hopefully feeling better so we can have some laughs and some chucks and we'll go from there yes okay all right thank you everyone bye everybody bye this has been kinky facts you may not have known with dahlia rose if you'd like more kinky facts please feel free to follow me on instagram or tiktok at kinky facts podcast that's all one word To contact me with Kinky Facts suggestions, please email me at kinkyfactspodcast at gmail.com. If you liked my podcast, please subscribe to be informed of new weekly episodes and reviews are also helpful. Thank you for joining me, and I hope you'll come back soon.